Hey, this is Chris Fox. And I'm Maddie Glitterati. Thank you for listening to the Dirty Pillows podcast. We're here to tell you a little tiny bit about one of our favorite things, which is Anchor. By Spotify. It's literally the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record, edit, everything for your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening pod, uh, listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It makes everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Totally free. Like no money. No money. <laughs> so download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we'll see you there. Ooh. Ahoy! One more time. One more time. Hello, everybody. Guess what, guys? I'm back. Yay, we are back. Wait, we should say we should say it like um like poltergeist. We're back. Yeah, that was from like the sequel. Oh. That's not good. No. <laughs> not good. No. Hi, I missed you. I've been away for a little while. Yeah. You couldn't tell. Because we used the the magic of pre-recording. Yeah. So we had a bunch of podcasts in our stable ready to like release upon you like wild horses. Yeah, that's why we said for our <laughs> gaslighting episode that it was coming out the day of the week after Valentine's Day. And Lies. last week was not the week after Valentine's Day. Lies. We lie. <laughs> Everything is a lie. I, uh, yeah, no. I, I was gone longer than I expected, so we had an oopsie magoopsie, and we couldn't do an episode last week because we ran out of episodes. <laughs> yeah. There were no more horses in the stable. <laughs> but we're back. And in case you forgot, I'm Maddie Glitterati. <laughs> hey, I'm Chris Fox. Yeah. And this is Dirty Pillows. Yeah. It is. I'm so excited. We have um, so much has happened. Yes. You know, there's been oodles and oodles of things and oodles of things coming up, uh, which are super exciting. But yeah, what's new? I don't know. What's new? Hey, poopy pants. What's new? Well, our big what's new. (laughs) Guys, we have merch. We We have merch. We have merch. We have merch. You know you're official when you have merch. It's a... It's a rite of passage. It is. It's so cool. Thank you so much, Apostrophe, for the amazing, amazing artwork that, um... Is all on there, and all of our friends at Drag Queen Merch. Thanks, Drag Queen Merch. We're not drag queens, but we sell merch. Yeah. And we are very drag queen adjacent. Yes, we, yeah. we, we're, yes, it's, and we, we want to support local queer uh, businesses, you know, and it's, it's really good guys that are running that, really good folks. Um, so we're happy to be there, and you can buy some hoodies and shirts, we're going to have pillows and they, they will not be dirty upon purchase, but we can dirty your pillows. <laughs> Would you like us to hire someone to dirty your pillows? <laughs> <laughs> Lip my stocking. Uh, <laughs> but the hoodies are really cute. There's really cute old school like ringery uh, baseball t-shirts that are mm-hmm. like my favorite. Uh, if you get merch, 
send it to us. Send us people. Don't send us the merch. That would be messed up. <laughs> Buy our merch and then give it to us. Because I want a t-shirt. No, uh, send us pictures. Let us see you wearing our merch and looking like a sexy bitch. And we'll put it up on oh, our page. Oh, surprise. I got us merch today, too. You got us, like, personal merch? Uh-huh. Good, because we'll, we'll start it off. Look how hot we look in the hoodies hey. and t-shirts. <laughs> and then get your own. And uh, yeah, we, we have a, um, our first original design um, with our outro kind of saying. It's a cute little love you. To death. Yes. And um, it um, is in a font of a movie you might recognize. Check it out and see if you yeah. can figure out what it is. And if you, you get a gold star. And if you case. made that artwork originally, don't sue us. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we are sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's really cute. Cute merch. What else is new, baby? Um, well, the highly anticipated four and a <laughs> half hour long epic of Zack Schneider's um, just Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. It's um, Schneider. I oh, like shit. Schneider better, though. <laughs> Schneider. There was this guy on the 70s show called One Day at a Time, the different One Day at a Time, not the new one. But, one uh, Day at a Time. But uh, there was a guy named Schneider on that. He always had like a tool belt. And he was supposed to be sleazy and gross, he's but I the, always thought he was so He's hot. in the new one, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, shit. You he's guys. an alcoholic in AA. There's um, he owns the apartment he building. He's like the landlord. Schneider's still there. Schneider's still there. Right? All these youngins have been trying to get me to watch the like the new cool it's one day so at a time. It's so good. And they're trying to sell me on it, and I'm like, that looks awful. Uh, but now that I know that Schneider's in it, I'm kind of rethinking my thoughts. It's kind of hot too. Yeah, no, he used to like be like a thing for baby me. I was like, whoa. Ooh. I didn't know it was like a tool belt. I think I was just into lesbians. I just didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Zack Snyder, not Schneider. Um, but I like that. I'm going to call him just Zack Schneider from now on. He, um, I haven't watched it yet. I've tried to watch it to go to sleep too, knowing that it was long and I was like, there's no way I'm going to watch this. And it works very well for that. But I don't, I'm not dissing it by any means. I, I just have not been conscious since I've returned from my trip. <laughs> so I haven't watched much of anything. I did watch... I did watch oh. a new movie on Shudder last night that you watched with me for a little bit and then you fell asleep. I fell right asleep. This is new. It's called it's called Slacks, but that's S L A X X, and it's about it's about it's about killer jeans. Yeah, like a, like a pair of jeans at a store that's sort of like it's so ridiculous, and it like uh, it also maybe is. A smart movie? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It. I. I. I don't know because it's fell about. Asleep, yeah. But. No. It's there's there's. I will say there's like there's Bollywood in it. Like the jeans. Like Bollywood. Oh music. yeah. <laughs> and it's about like you know something that goes. The very opening is like something goes wrong with this Indian teen who is picking cotton in India. Uh, like what is supposed to be like a fair like trade. Oh, and then there's responsible like human community, experiments. and then there's like an experiment zone sign in the cotton field, which I don't really understand why that's like not Fair. separated from things. Like, now you pick cotton in the radioactive sector, and then just and then we have to wait till later to find out what really happens. But then we go to like a store that's sort of like you know Forever Twenty Seven right. yeah. or CCC. one of these things, like yeah, called CCC where. 
uh, they're having their big debut of their new denim. I don't know. It's silly. It's like it was good for what I needed because I was like, I my body doesn't know what time it is and I need to just like watch something dumb oh. and that that suited my needs. And it does have some good gory stuff. And I like when people are inventive with dumb things. Like, there's that movie Rubber where it's like the killer tire. Have you ever seen that movie? What? Yeah, it's like a killer tire. It's called Rubber. It's actually good. I'm going to make you watch Rubber. We're going to talk about it on the show. Uh, There could be a whole... There could be a whole episode that's just killer inanimate objects. Oh, my God. There's like that killer couch movie. I saw that one on Amazon. Yeah. Killer Couch. I watched that trailer. That was that was right up there with Lava Apocalypse. Killer Tomatoes. Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, Killer Pants slacks. Slacks. Go check it out on. Go Shutter. get your Let slacks. me know what you think about it. I, I want to do a photo for it because it'll be funny. You just get to like pour blood all over someone's abdomen. Yeah. While jeans are eating them. <laughs> I like Easy that. peasy. <laughs> oh, who is that little bit of There's laughter? There's laughter, did you hear? We have a guest today, you guys, which is kind of cool. We uh yeah, she's someone we know intimately. Yes, she's quite lovely. Yeah. Um came into our lives, just plooped right into our lives about a month ago. Didn't expect that much effort. <laughs> We have the very special and comparable uh, Foster Rhodes with us today. We, yeah, she's an amazing, amazing comedian, an activist, an advocate for mental health, um, <laughs> and a really cool flatmate. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like phenomenal. Um, and you can you follow her on are... Instagram at Foster Comedy. So go do that. Yeah. <laughs> She is funny. Welcome to Dirty Pillows, Foster. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, my goodness. You have entered into my horror chamber. Like, you've you've entered me into that. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. you just come into our Yeah, yeah. welcome yeah. to our like, horror yeah, chamber. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I don't know. I'm in a foreign land is what I'm saying, and it's beautiful. It's like... It's it's beautiful. No, it truly is. Like so, you're I, not usually like a horror buff. No, I'm not. <laughs> she, she told me this right before we started recording, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Actually, I hate all the movies yeah. that are making me watch. I'm moving like, out. I've been like doing the Heisman around the It movie. Like I'm just like I see it like about to come on TV, and I'm just like, "Well, boop, we don't need to watch that right now." Even why we're just still channel surfing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't even need to idly have this in my mind. <laughs> See, and I, I'm I'm so had no idea what so I was like, had No, I was down for the ride though. I was like, <laughs> I was just like, what human experience right now? Socializing, even if it's terrifying. It's, yes, it's I'm connection. on board. Oh I will, my I'm goodness. Like, Let's fill you in at home. Um, today's episode is about. The movies that I made Foster watch with me, and which I'm now learning that are very much probably what she would not have enjoyed watching to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I had this thought that I was going to give like a homework assignment to Maddie and Foster like while I was gone. That they were gonna have to watch all these kind of fucked up movies, like movies that he doesn't want to watch I, again. Yeah, <laughs> I was like a list of movies I don't want to rewatch so that I can just hear their experiences about watching them. 
is sort of sadistic and mean of it. Like, a, so I was like, this this will be called like when the fox is away, the chickens play. Yeah. The chickens play. You know? <laughs> Like, let's watch this. Let's make the scaredy cats watch all the scary movies while I don't want to watch them again. I mean, and we, but we... I didn't really make a list, and you guys did it to yourselves <laughs> anyway. We did. I'm a glutton for punishment, like, truly. I'm I love it. Now. I love that you guys gave yourselves the assignment anyway. Here are some messed up movies that they decided to watch while I was away, and we're just gonna chat about their experience, yeah, and then. I'll reflect on my experience the last time I saw the movie. But. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, for this first movie, it actually, I understand why you do it to me all the time. Because watching someone kind of squirm and be uncomfortable <laughs> and be like, what the fuck did I just watch? Is actually kind of really fun. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do, like, in the whole world, is to show people movies that made me, like, go, ah! the first time I saw them just so I could watch them do the thing. Yeah, and like, I felt so... like I watched you watching me watch it and <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I I love it so much. That makes me so happy. So should we do these in order? Yeah. Have you watched them? Yeah. All right, cool. So what was the first movie you guys shared together while I was away? Well, we went in for a big hitter. Um, we started off our visual experience with Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> oh, just a little classic. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 2000, Darren Aronofsky. The Lord. Um, Lord of fucked upness, you know, is quite lovely. <laughs> I used to have the French poster for this movie in my room. Really? Like when it was new. Yeah, it was like all in French. I forget. I think the word requiem is still the same. <laughs> <Sounds> French. <laughs> but uh it uh, no, I, I don't think it is actually. But it was like a little bit different, different pictures of the eyes and stuff and the pier. Ugh. This it's, movie is so yeah, good. I mean, like, oh I've I've been seeing I mean, well, it was your first time ever seeing it. You hadn't seen that. that that's yeah. why we made you watch it was because it was like, oh, you've never seen Requiem. And I remember yeah. being like, well, I want to I want I want to take this one. I want to take this cherry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it first came out, that was like my game. Like it destroyed me to the point where I was like raking tears after I saw it. But then immediately it was like, I have to share this experience with other people. And I would oh like God, think I totally of people. Have movies like that. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, this was so fucked up. I need to watch this with these people, especially. Yeah. So we could just hold yeah, hands and cry together. Old boy. That's, what, that's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maddie's never seen Old Boy. So, so Foster is going to tie me down and make me watch that one. Mm-hmm. So I deserve it. I deserve mm. it. So, okay. So what did you think of it? Yeah, what did you guys um, think? Like, it felt like a haunting deja vu. Like, truly. Like, my brain, it felt like my brain wanted to actively forget it as I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> <That makes sense? laughs> oh, no. Like, like I was just like I don't need more excuses to hate men, but it just gave me like twenty. I'm just like if I could get into this TV and fight this bitch right now, oh but at the God. same time I also feel bad for you and I want to like cradle you like a little baby. So like, which 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 uh, bitch are you referring to? Oh my goodness, uh, I don't the the main dude. Is like Jared Leto's Jared Leto? character? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. 
Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? He lost he lost thirty pounds for that role. Yeah, Are that was back when he me? was like he lost thirty he pounds for and, and made friends with tons of hero, um heroin addicts in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, as yeah, Jared Leto just, does. Just another day. <laughs> it's weird it's to think Tuesday. of this movie now when now Jared Leto's like an Oscar-winning actor. But still you know? just as fucking crazy. He's so beautiful. <laughs> I love him so much. Jared Leto could do anything in the world that I'd still be like, well, no, not anything. But, like, pretty... I mean, he already has a cult, and I'm like, I love you. Like, <laughs> I love him. He's so beautiful. We need... I still want to see oh his... Oh, my God. I feel like I want to know more about him He now. was the first, like, celebrity that I ever saw in real life when I moved to L.A. when I was, like, a teenager. And I remember being in a coffee shop, and it was, like, before people had cell phones and he was in the coffee shop and I ran out to a payphone and called my friend <laughs> and was like Jordan Cat- I, I was like Jordan Catalano is at this coffee shop right now <laughs> and I was like you gotta cry um he has important <laughs> places in my heart uh yeah but yeah back then it was like so risky that this movie was like I don't know this was such a like a um, nobody that was in this movie except for Ellen Burstyn had really proven themselves you know it was like this kind of weird a, a bunch of actors that were like in limbo like Jennifer Connelly and Jared Leto like it's Jennifer Connelly thing. was like it's transitioning from like ever done. a child actress to like an adult actress and was kind of like stalling and like had all these things that were supposed to be her big breakthrough like the Rocketeer and all these movies and then like none of those things were as big as they were supposed to, so she was like this beautiful, talented oh, thing that's been around forever. Rocketeer. Yeah, she's like, I oh, love Rocketeer. The rocket- <laughs> how I love the Rocketeer, but how did his feet not burn up? That's been my biggest question, so it was a very little shot. <laughs> she's <laughs> Jennifer Connelly was just kind of like this thing. Oh, she was like in this movie Dark City that I was obsessed with. Have you ever seen Dark City? Ooh, nope. Yes. That's a really good sci-fi movie. Yeah, where she's like That's a good one. Ugh. She's like, yeah, she's just like in this moment where she was just like about mm. to break through, and then she was in this. And she showed this completely different side of her that no one had ever she, seen. She showed like, all sides of her. The little story. girl in Labyrinth, like, doing yeah. very bad things. <laughs> Full bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then not to say, like, and, and at the time, like, even... <clears throat> Yo, even that, during, like, as the soon Oscars as you said Labyrinth, I was just like, holy crap. Wait, it's you like, didn't realize that it was no! a little girl? <laughs> it's like, I felt like my, my brain wanted to protect me. So it was just like, no, baby, no, don't make the connection. <laughs> Labyrinth <laughs> and ass to ass, like in the same thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so intense. I also feel like oh. everyone that watches this movie sort of identifies with a different character. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's yeah. like all four characters are dealing with addiction, but like for different reasons and in different ways. Yeah. I think it's so well done because you inadvertently identify with someone. Yeah. I think and I feel it's... like the older I get, the more I've like cycled through the characters yeah. by now, you know? Like... <laughs> It's like, oh, I remember yes, when I was that ass to ass. Yeah. Yeah. I was totally like, I identified with the Jennifer Connelly <laughs> character. And the first time I saw it, I was like sobbing. Is it bad that I... <laughs> oh, like hookups and you leave and I feel like I have a camera on my head and it's like raining. And... <gasps> oh, my oh, my God. God. Yeah. Oh, all my these God. images that are just like so uncomfortable. Oh. Now I'm like in my 40s and I'm like, I am Ellen Burstyn. Oh, God. <laughs> She's just, and Ellen Burstyn's just fucking amazing in that. Um, it's one of my favorite roles I've ever seen her too. It's my, yes, yeah, that's my fave. It's the thing whenever people that are Oscar nerds are like, 
what's the like award thing that you're most like angry about or whatever? It's always that Julia Roberts beat Ellen Burstyn for Best Actress the year that this movie came out. <laughs> what was she in? Ellen Bro- or Aaron Brockovich. Ah, right with the tits. Which is super iconic, and it is like a really good performance from her. But it was not Ellen Burstyn's mountain that she climbed and then fell off of during oh this movie. God. Like it's like, gonna be on television. It's just like acting gymnastics. I don't know when they they have they told break me. their legs at the end of the gymnastics thing. Where oh you're like, God, you did yeah. a lot of flips, and now I'm destroyed. That's. She's she deserves all the awards in the world she, for this movie. She 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 feels that it was um I mean like she felt like uh, uh, up to that point I don't know about now um but that was her best acting role that she's ever done. Yeah, she's right. She also had she's four different exorcist. She also had four different necks. She had four different necks. She had four different sort of prosthetic necks on and would have to go into like four hours of makeup. So she would have like an emaciated neck for when she's like all crazy with like all like this. Like, oh, no. um, and then she would have like the like double chin and then she had like two different fat suits. One was like a 40 pound fat suit. One was like a 20 pound fat suit. So she... She had like she tons like of a different. a lot of phases. It was a lot, a lot yeah. of prosthetic work that was done really, really well. That you, yeah. you don't even realize that you think she's like, whoa, she just got real skinny. <laughs> wow. But what did you think? I mean, like, who did you really? What was kind of one of the most standout? Parts oh for my you? god! <laughs> yeah, what? What about this? It's like, how do I talk out? about it? Without, <laughs> how do I talk about it without spoiling it? I, like every bit of it, like. <laughs> I mean, it came out oh in 2000. God. It came out 20 years yeah. ago. 20, yeah. More than that. 21 so. years <laughs> But you should have seen it by now. But, like, truly, like, that part at the end, like, where she's just, like, on that bed, and she's just, like, oh, and her friends come to see her. Oh, my that, God. Like, yeah. breaks just, your oh, my heart. God. Little old ladies from Coney Island. Yeah. It's just really like, upsetting. Immediately, like thinking about like the one, th- like oh, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, and, like mm-hmm. like it's bringing me back to that, and I'm just like anything with like mental health. Like I'm just like fuck. Why? Why was this the process? Why does? <laughs> why is this what people thought was okay to do to people to like try to fix them? Right. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's. It's really dark and one yeah. of the best social commentaries I've ever seen on film that yeah. just, and I think that that's what make the, makes the film so great is all these different stories. Because you've heard them from one mm. aspect or, or another, but seeing them all on top yeah. of each other is something that hasn't, that has, hasn't, it still really hasn't been done before, you know, that, and, or done since that I think is really, really, really like just eye opening and how mm. they, everything does kind of like, I think that you have everyone has their own shit going on, you know, yeah. like and it's, it, it and that shit is orchestrated. Get screwed by the system, you know, and it's just like it, it sucks to see that because it's like it it happens so often and mm-hmm. too often, and it's just like like how can you fight a beast that you don't even know that you're like you can fight? How do you fight your ghost? You right? Know? Yeah, it's just like. I, I I I remember you saying when um the when she goes in for a, the doctor's appointment and you're like oh, he didn't even look at her. <laughs> I was so mad. That's like yeah, that, I remember I thinking like, that the first time I bitch. saw it. I was like he never actually looks at her. Ever. Like that's why like that's how I feel whenever I go into doctor's offices and I'm just like bitch, you're not even listening to what I'm saying. You're spending like two seconds with me. Your face is down here, like. 
Like, I see your mind is just on, like, your grocery list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Ugh, but he's a good doctor. He's a good he's doctor. He's a good doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's so many things that are haunting in this movie that it's yeah. like... Like that fridge? What, 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 was the, what, what was the first time that you saw this movie? I saw it when it was out in the theaters. And I, like, yeah, like I said, yeah, I cried afterwards on the steps. But, yeah, I saw it when, right when it opened. I was... I was I still am, but, like, I used to go to movie theaters all the time um, to see things that were new. And I remember seeing that and Quills on the same day, that, like, Jeffrey Jesus Rush, Christ. Kate Winslet movie. Yeah, they came out, like, in the same, the they came out the same weekend. And Requiem for a Dream I didn't know. Feature. Whatever. I was, like, in my head, I'm, like, I'm going to go see the new Kate Winslet and the new Jared Leto movies. <laughs> I like dark shit anyway. I was like, I know, whatever. Like, Pi is like Darren Aronofsky's first movie. And that movie's a black and white movie with like acidic, like mathematicians, and it was bizarre and weird. And I was like, I want to see a weird. And it, Requiem for a Dream was just kind of promoted as like really fast editing, which it is. Like, just really beautiful, weird, dark editing that the commercial would show. And it was like, starring. I love Ellen Burstyn. I love Jared Leto. I love Jennifer Connolly. And, like, Marlon Wayans is, like, the big surprise in that movie. Yeah. Like, that was, it was the first time that anyone ever actually saw Jared Leto, Jennifer Connelly, or Marlon Wayans be at that level yeah. of yeah. acting. And I think that they all got really ignored by, like, awardsy times for this movie. This movie, in my opinion, was one of the best movies of the year, and it should have been, like, a best picture thing when everybody should have... It should have been one of those things where there's four nominees. But yeah, because it's a cultural statement. Yeah. And it's so powerful and it holds up really well. Yeah. You know, like, I, it looks like it could have been made now. Yeah. It's very timeless. Yeah, no, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just an acting tour de force, but it's just a hard movie to get through. And so, yeah, I remember what, and both of those movies closed. It's really hard, too. So yeah, I watched them it's, back it's, to back. It's, it's and I just sat on the stairs and cried. And I was like, the world is so dark and there's so many. Yeah. It's so painful. Like, I think I, I instantly, like, looked up people. volunteering. Like, I'm just like, I just need to, like, help someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. Uh, the first time that I saw it, I was in college in Greeley, Colorado, and walked into my friend's house, and the fridge was barking. So you just got in halfway. And then I was like, what the fuck is going mm. on? And as soon as it was over, I was like, I need to know how we got here. <laughs> so I immediately started it right over and everyone's asleep and I watched it all over again. Um, yeah, it's it's weird that something so disturbing is so rewatchable at the same time. It's a kind of rarity. Most of the people I know, well, I mean, I know a lot of people that are like, I saw that once, I'll never watch that again. Mm-hmm. Fuck you for making me watch that I movie. But uh, the other half usually is like, fuck you for making me watch that movie, but I can't wait to see it again. Yeah. Because it's an experience. It's like, it's and there are little things that you get, kind of like that you don't really kind of realize that you pick up on, like little just tiny things. Um, every time, because I think that you're like with all all of Aronofsky's like films, you just kind of get like assaulted. Uh, you yeah, know, <laughs> I would rewatch it with like a commentary on, you know, like I would need that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would need like a sense of somebody else watching this with me and helping me to digest it. Yeah. Um, the one little last tidbit about this movie is that during filming, the fridge melted. <laughs> the barking oh fridge melted because of like all like the like just the the lighting mechanisms on the uh, inside were so hot and having it like move or, and having it like it was just too hot so the fridge started melting 
So not only was not it like barking, the stuff inside of it, but the actual outside of it was melting. like it started okay. melting from the inside out. <laughs> and so it was like not only was it like a barking fridge, it was like, it was like I'm meant molten to be barking. cold. <laughs> I'm, I'm meant melting. to be cold. Cindy, the fridge is melting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just leave it in, just leave it in. Oh, good old oh requiem. <laughs> um. Next on our little adventure list that we took. Yeah. Oh, about Requiem too. If you ever like need to go for like a long walk, but you need to have thoughts and you need to just like force them and be like, I need to have a moment for myself right now. Play the Requiem for a Dream soundtrack when you walk. Ah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not fun, yeah. but it's inspiring, and you're like, it's. I think my favorite, maybe one of my my most favorite. I feel like they steal it a lot in commercials and. Or previews yeah. for other movies. Now it's always mm-hmm. like it's like it's like Beetlejuice music, famous. You know where you just steal yeah. the music. Yeah, you just hear you're like fuck. Yeah. Anything edgy, they're like put the requiem music yeah. on. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out because I love that so much. That's a Kronos Quartet. I think that's like my favorite soundtrack. But it's fun walking music. I do. <laughs> fun. I, 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 like your, I like your word choice there. It's so creepy. You can walk and just be like, kind of like, I'm a badass and I have thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, I swear I don't have heroin in my pocket. <laughs> oh my God. My first thing that I saw when I got back to New York and I was like, I've missed the city so much and it's been so long since I've been in these beautiful halls and steps and I walked down into the subway or no, I'm leaving the subway. I'm walking out of the subway with my mask and like hustling to go get my vaccine, which I did the other day. Good job. Yeah. Yay. And uh, I walked by these two kids and they kind of smile at me and then they shoot up. Like in the, and they're like in the train station, like in the sticks. And then I look down and there's like five needles on the ground. And then they both like smile at me and then just start to like lean on the wall. And then this other, this older man that was like walking behind me was like, I can't believe that I just saw that. And I was like, welcome to New York. Oh my God. Where Smack is back. And then for a moment, my brain was like, Maybe it's just the vaccine. Maybe no. <laughs> what? That was not the vaccine. Because what? I was like getting the vaccine, so I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe they just got maybe like bootleg vaccine. Like the South Park vaccine special. Oh. But I'm pretty sure it was heroin. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, was nice. Oh my god. I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, you sure did. Oh. oh. Oh, like, 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 why do you need horror movies with, like, life? <laughs> yeah, right? Life is totally a horror movie. I was like, oh, it's like a Darren Aronofsky oh movie God. right here. Jesus. Like, Requiem for a Dream is real. Yeah. It's happening at a subway near you. At a subway near you, yeah. So what was the next movie you decided to show Foster for the first time? Um. Well, this one, I mean, we've talked, we've talked briefly. Um. Actually, I think that these first three movies are all on my list from our first episode, <laughs> which makes sense. So showing her my favorite movies um, is we watched both chapters of it. <laughs> Two, like we watched one each day. So we split them up. I wanted to do a double feature, but then I was like, okay, let's be nice. <laughs> I already scared our other roommate half to death. Um, actually, he wasn't scared. He was just, like, disgusted. I was like, why do you like this sort of thing? What, from Requiem? No, no from, from It. it. 
Uh, Jake Jake did not like it. Jake did not enjoy this movie. (laughs) They really get me angry at men again. Again? I'm just like, yeah. Like how? With that dad? Oh, dad. He, oh, my God. Oh, my God. oh, the rapist father. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was also yes. in Slacks. Oh my just so God. y'all know. Yeah, the rapist dad <laughs> it is also in Slacks. He's the only cast member I actually recognized in that movie yeah. from anything. I'm dead. I'm so weak. I'm so He's weak. also, he is not um, a pleasant person in Slacks either. Oh, <laughs> Typecast God. already. There we go. Poor little monkey. Um, <laughs> well, we watched, we watched both versions, but we'll talk about the first one, too, from 2007. Um, directed by Andy Buschetti. Buschetti? Buschetti. Buschetti. Andy Buschetti. Buschetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before, and anything is pretty much, I mean, it's, take take Tim Curry out of it, because he's his own thing in that movie. And he's not in it, so it would be weird to keep him in it. Right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I mean, like, the, the original miniseries is pretty awful. I, yeah, I am not a fan of the original miniseries. Um, the only thing I like about it is Tim Curry. And exactly. I like, so, and so. I like that my twin sisters were born on the second half. <laughs> what? <laughs> my twin sisters, Alexandria and Gabrielle, they uh-huh. were born the night that It 2, or It, second half of the miniseries was on TV. Oh, so were you mad you had to go to the hospital? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember that always. My sister said that I both remember it that way. Like we were obsessed, and I had read it, the book. I think we talked about that on the podcast before. But like, yeah, like uh, my mom was like pregnant with my twin sisters, and she was ginormous. Like she looked like she was like a pumpkin patch or something. And <laughs> she pumpkin. kept having this thing where she would like go into like a false labor, but it would be like hours. And she was then at this point like bed like <laughs> bedridden like she had to stay in bed because she was too big, and she had to keep the babies to turn bed rest or She's whatever. Rest. And um, but she kept thinking she was in labor. And then like that night, we our VCR sucked and we could never record stuff. So like it wasn't like a, <laughs> oh, we're no. just gonna record this channel because something would always go wrong. And then you get home and it's like snow and this is before the internet, so you mm-hmm. couldn't just watch things over again. If you missed something on TV, that was it for you like life. It. Unless like 20 years from then they put it on syndication. <laughs> So, I like quick Cub Scouts because I was going to miss Alf. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's deep. They changed the night that Alf was that's on. Deep. It was the same as my Cub Scout meeting, and I was like, fuck Cub Scouts. Yeah, my VCR no, doesn't I hated work, kindergarten and I like because it made me miss uh, Gargoyles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I fucking love that show. Gargoyles is on <laughs> Disney Plus now. Now you can watch what? them all. You can really? watch the whole series. My dream. That's very exciting. <laughs> I've never actually seen Gargoyles before. I was, yeah, I was a Gargoyles kid. Yeah. I like that one. They're fun. Gargoyles. They're cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like, yeah, my sisters were born the second night and there was like, they, yeah, they aired it like a miniseries so you had to like watch it the next week to finish it. And my sister and I were so into it and then my mom was like, the babies are coming and we're like, yeah, right. <laughs> she's like, get in that fucking car! You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I don't want to miss the show. So we made them put it on in the lobby. <laughs> like, where they, like, at the hospital, we were watching it. And we were, like, a foot away from the TV on the ceiling, like, watching it. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> and they, like, came out, like, your first sister is born. Do you want to meet her? And we're, like, in a commercial. In a minute. <laughs> in a minute. We'll be right there. Sorry, that was a big tangent. But that, yeah, that's my first time. That's my impression of the original It. 
Uh, well, that I is mean, so just adorable. Making babies. <laughs> making babies. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it is, it's a, it's really a terrible movie, but I think that this, this, Wait, which is the original? Yes, the okay. original. Okay. One. I, never saw, I never saw the original. We we watched the 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 newer one. Yes, yes. Yeah. from 2017, 2019. Yeah, <laughs> you're so concise. Are you yeah. sure it wasn't 2018? Yes, I am sure. <laughs> I know you did your research. I did my research uh, today. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, it's. I think that I was super excited to just to see it because I had always, I had always. Like just been obsessed with the older Minder series, even though I think it's garbage, <laughs> but I still really liked it. And um, I mean, I thought that this was just a perfect. Th- the kids in it are so fucking phenomenal, mm-hmm. and uh, we've talked about this before. But I mean, what were your kind of thoughts on, on on the first one that just kind of revolved all around the kids? Yeah, normally I hate seeing kids in horror movies, but okay. they were like surprisingly not annoying. <laughs> you know, and like I was just like, wow, I was just really engaged. Like the whole entire time, I'm just what like, kids wow. What do you think are annoying in horror movies? Oh gosh, um, I don't really watch a lot of horror movies. No, like, no, no but like, just I'm like the archetype, so like many... the creepy, like the creepy kid archetype, or like yeah, the... either the creepy kid archetype or the like, oh, we have to save and protect this kid. It's mm-hmm. just like getting into mischief and then like wandering <laughs> off into place. You know, like the wandering ass. kid, the <laughs> dumbass kid. I'm just Getting like, into mischief. Yeah, like like, oh my god, like why? Like the... yeah, the kids in it are actually like likable. Yeah. And I mean that's what Stephen King does so well. He writes children like young people. He writes really really well, unless you're a woman. <laughs> but he's really good at writing young male experiences, like Stand by Me and this and fucking Silver Bullet, whatever. It's all like little guys. Silver Bullet. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the original the cast is. I mean, I think in the first chapter of. It the cast is what makes it so amazing because the kids mm-hmm. are all really like likable and also you identify with a different kid. And... Yeah, yeah that's, it, 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 it's it's the same thing with Requiem, like where you really just kind of choose. I get to go along the journey with you yeah. know, <laughs> and no matter what, a clown fucks it up. <laughs> oh my god! And like, well, apparently, like all of the kids, the first um, the first kid that shot with Pennywise with uh, Mr. Skarsgård, um was the guy that played the kid that played Eddie and he was like crying and screaming to be like ah and then like Scarsgard like stops was like are you are you okay and he's like I really love what you're doing with the character really great work Bill Scarsgard like he just like totally just like came out and he was like whoa like like Bill Scarsgard like could not like speak more highly the kid's like professional like actors and just like acting get in and out yeah what you guys can't see is that Foster's doing this cool move with her neck and her shoulder. And she's Sorry, acting. I'm a very like physical comedian. I know it sucks. I'm yeah. like, you guys, we should be filming this. She's, she's really hot, and she does cool things with her body while she talks. Can that be on my tombstone? Like, please. Yes. <laughs> I think that should be my job is writing people's tombstones. Yeah. That's like a perfect job for me. What would mine be? 
No, we had to get you a mausoleum. Oh, I want to, to write so many things. Put you in a mausoleum. Oh, oh baby, I'm a mausoleum. See, you're even oh. sweet, mm. even in, mm. even when talking about my grave. Look oh. at that. Especially, I think, yeah, graves are romantic. Because we, because I'm a host of a horror podcast. That's yeah. like, that's like a prerequisite. You have to be kind of into graveyards. If yeah, the macabre. Like mm. I always wanted to have a picnic on a graveyard when I was growing up. Ooh, oh my god, that's we did that all shit. the time. I don't I fuck with ghosts. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't fuck like, with ghosts. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, you got super freaked out because there's a cross breeze in our room. Yeah. Um, to where if our <laughs> no, windows open, I if our don't windows fuck <laughs> with them. Okay, I don't. We did. I got lost in the woods when I was like eight or nine years old on like 4-H camp. Yeah, like, okay, and like before this, like I the precursor to this fucking story. Keep going. <laughs> I like, want to hear like, the supposed to be the woods that the Blair Witch Project went, like, like that happened. Perkinsville, Maryland. Yeah, like that whole shit. And like, of course, like, you got I'm a lost little in the Blair Witch woods? Yes, <laughs> at night. And the reason why I got lost at night is because my bitch ass friends didn't want me to be in their group, in the day group. They were just like, nah, we're going to pick all each other. And there's not enough room in this group now. So you're going to go into the night group. And I was like, oh, fuck, no. now I get this other chick who just freaking the fuck out like she's literally screaming balls like horror screaming like while we are lost like they're just ki- kids try- <laughs> crying in the woods because we have just been lost for hours <laughs> like they don't know where we are they just like oh my god how old were you <laughs> Were you in like charge was, of this group? No, no, I was one of the lost kids. And for the most part, I was keeping no my No wonder cool. you don't like scary movies. <laughs> Duh! You like lived in one of them for real. And then like when we get back to the bunks, like I'm on the top bunk and all I can see are like, you know how like wood, like we're in this wooden cabin and you know, there's like all those like little wooden circles and they all look not like eyes. Yeah, I'm not. They all look like eyes and they all look like they're fucking staring at me oh my god oh my, and lo and behold before this i watched ghost and that movie fucked me over like the ghost? one with patrick swayze <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes patrick swayze the, the little, little fucking yeah the ghost the spirit ghost the, the little, spirit, the little yeah, black shadow, black ghost? shadow yeah. ghost bitches yes i just showed maddie ghost for like the first time like recently yeah and yeah that i still think that that scared me when I was a kid like, too. Like truly, you get shot right down, right down uh, Myrtle Broadway. Yeah, this time when I watched it, I was like, "Oh my god, what? that's this, this, is, this, is, this is where Patrick Swayze dies and ghosts." Like, 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 our dog station. at night, like it would like with the night lamps, it would look like that at night, like it lo- just yeah, looked like that's fucking where shadow shit. Now. I know, right? <laughs> I'd just be like, "Fuck no, nah. dude, you could just shit in my shoe. I don't care." <laughs> Going like, out oh there. my god, we're living ghosts now. <laughs> I uh, didn't know that you were so scared of ghosts. Now yeah. I feel bad. No, don't feel for... bad. I was down for it. I, I love that the shenanigans happened while I was gone. Like, when did she freak out the most when you watched these movies? Do you remember? Like, when did she freak well, out? In well, it? one of the really big freakouts was when the wind blew the door open. While you're watching it? While we were watching, you were like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. There's a fucking ghost in here. What's up? <laughs> Like, <laughs> literal yeah like, i don't fuck with no ghosts oh my god that is exactly what she did i was like oh it's just a cross beat i promise it's not but yeah when the door does do that i always talk to it like it's a ghost i'm like okay oh just 
Close the door again when you leave. <laughs> and then the door closed. I'm like, thank you. That's what I do. And I think that I did that. And then it came off even more weird. Because I was like talking to him. Yeah, well, that would, that would be scary. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, so you watched it. And then what did it then and then we watched, too? And then, I watched it too on the airplane on the way home. Oh, nice. There you go. It did. A little refresh. Yeah. A it's refresh. unpleasant. It's, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. But at the end... Um, it's, it's an unpleasant movie. And I know horror movies are unpleasant, but this is... I feel... I forgot. That one's... Yeah. I mean, that one's just super extremely unpleasant, and it was mm. really... um. <laughs> Why is the first one seem more pleasant in my mind? Well, there's the entire opening oh, scene. No. The opening scene of the second one is just really rough. Yeah, you know, it's like it just oh, it's yeah. just a really graphic gay bashing scene, and it got a lot of flack from the community, being like, "We don't need to see this," yeah. and 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 a lot of people really kind of condemned it for saying like there needed to be a trigger warning for that. But also, it was in the book. That's the first scene of the book, and that was written, and and that's like that book came out in nineteen eighty eight or something. Yeah, so so like coming out and having that like. In the book, yeah. at that time, that shows you what kind of a person, you know, Stephen King is. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the book and in the movie, it's in the book, it's a huge thing. I remember I told you that I read this book when I was like 10. Uh, Which is so <laughs> fucked up. My mom and I were both reading it at the same time, like trying to read faster than the other one. I was trying to read faster than her with my bookmark so that I wouldn't get it taken away because I kept reading things that I knew she was going to be like, oh, no, you can't read this. Uh, like, like, but she never took it away did. from me. And I just read all this really, really inappropriate 10-year-old stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. I was the kid's age. I felt, like, really identified with they them. And then friends. when they redid this, I was doing the math in the theater, and I'm, it happened that way this time, too. Like, that I would have been the same age as these kids in the time period that that movie was taking place in. Oh, Weird. And like they're my age now. That's so. That's. that's I was like putting myself in it, like, because at first I was like, they don't remember any of the stuff from their childhood, and I feel like that's kind of not realistic. But then I was trying to think it back when I was like eleven yeah. or twelve, and wow. at forty-two now, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I don't really remember. I couldn't tell you more of like than like two of my friends' names. Yeah. But then I think yeah. if it all like was in your face again, Oof. I'd remember everything. And there wasn't like a killer brain. clown, yeah, but like he like, got a rush to my cerebellum. I don't like that. Oh, this, like, you trying to take you trying to take me down a memory lane? Mm-mm. I don't want to do a smart man's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I I just remember the first time I saw this movie. Yes, the opening was really impactful. I saw it like opening night in the theater with my friend. Yeah. And then like by the end of the movie I like wanted to kiss my friend. <laughs> Just out of like gay love. And we were both like having little gay horror movie boy crying mm. times. And I was just like the whole time I'm like, Don't kiss your friend. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be weird. You're gonna ruin the moment. <laughs> but it was like overwhelming. I just, kiss him. I, just, I just need to kiss a boy right now and everything. <laughs> um, and he was like being emotional. Anyway, uh, so he was just intense. But yeah, the opening scene, a bunch of the people in the community being pissed off about it. These are my thoughts. And they're maybe not. This is a hot take because I mean, I personally don't agree with it either. I mean, like. I have. I have. I have feelings about it. All right. So. All right. Let's go. Hot takes <laughs> with Chris Fox. The opening scene. As someone, I'm going to make all of this as my own opinion, but as somebody who's been gay bashed and, ha- mm-hmm. and 
multiple times, but who has been gay bashed in an extreme manner, you know, where I lost teeth and it was like very, very, very painful and graphic. I need things like this to be on screen for normal everyday people to see. Hmm. Not showing things like this means these things don't happen and these things do happen and they still happen. People die from it every day and we don't talk about it. And it seems like gayness and queerness is normal now and you just see it everywhere and people don't even think that that this kind of behavior and this kind of abuse still happens rampantly, you know, and it's terrifying. And it was really hard to like relive that in any way, watching something. But it was important to me that other people saw it. Yeah. And, and like in the representation of being a survivor of something like that is important to me, you know? So I agree that it's hard to watch. It's supposed to be hard to watch. It's not supposed to be like funny, you mm -hmm. know? And it's not supposed to be like making fun of these guys. These guys are victims twice over but it's a horror film and how amazing is it to see gay people even in a horror movie let alone showing yeah. a gay bashing and showing it as a as a metaphor for how dark and evil it is the city in dairy is that dairy, when that yeah. clown is fucking mm. there that they get evil it's a big part of the book that it's a it's like under the ground roots like stranger things ghostbusters 2 yeah. bullshit evil yeah. is what this yeah. pennywise guy is and they don't, I don't know that they represented <clears throat> in the movie as well as they could but that's why it's mm -hmm. in the book stephen yeah. king really is a strong advocate for lgbt people yeah. and yeah. he like he's not writing it as a gay basher himself he's writing it to show like the most evil thing he could think of. exactly like hurting these two people yeah so i say it's good and it was hard to watch, but it, it needed to be in there. That said, my first thought when I rewatched this movie is like, this movie's fucking unpleasant. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, it does. I it, don't it, it have puts fun you watching in a place it. where it's just like, I'm like, I don't want to be in it this puts yeah. you, It puts you there yeah. immediately. And yeah. in a lot of weird, gross ways. There's a lot about yeah. it that's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, on the plane, I tried to take the headphones out, like, and I was just like, I'll just watch it. And I got to like the Chinese food scene where mm -hmm. there's like the baby scorpion <laughs> thing climbing <laughs> out of like an egg. <laughs> They're like their fortune cookies, like yeah. oh, oh yeah, yeah. and it was and so like much. The little, yeah. little bat. I remember it was like, so much gross imagery at the same that time happened. that I was like, ah, oh, this is just so unpleasant. Uh, I remember I that when was that really happened. Funny. I was that was like, really funny. Oh, really, there's I'm not gonna gross. lie. I was yeah. like, oh, that's little like the little bat one. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That like I was like, open that one. I want to see the rest of the bat. He's cute. I want that. But they would have been just like some guy, kind of like. Mm -hmm. gross body yeah they were weird hybrid animals you know they yeah. were but no it does kind of hit you on that like kind of um i don't know like a, what was it history x american history x mm -hmm. have you ever seen the yeah. movie yeah it's like on that kind of level yeah where like it really does put you in that place it just like yeah, yeah. With the curve. Um, yeah no so 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 ah oh, gross yeah. chills this is why these are all movies I didn't want to watch again <laughs> i like it i love the acting also and i love I love Jessica. Chastain. I actually watched it yeah. twice that week because I watched it once by myself, and then oh. I was, and then I came down and told you about it. You're like, I haven't seen it. And I was like, let's watch them both. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> I love this scene with Jessica Chastain and the old lady. Oh like, my that's God, like, that yeah, was, that and one, that's a that whole one big thing in the book. Out. Yeah, and and it's really, I, I remember <laughs> when the first one came out, everyone was just like, because the the CGI is really. Um, stylized you know it's a very specific style that hasn't really been seen before in its own kind of like form of artistry it's really really present in the second mm. one you know like so you like that i thought that i i saw it differently when i watched it again you know i i didn't look at it and just being like 
oh weird like that like it looks weird but then i looked when it's like seeing it again i was like oh that's like its own stylized kind of art form oh totally you know i i find the cgi in that movie especially the second one to be too much like I can see I can too see much CGI. Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't a little bit like to towards so like the end and too. I don't know. I feel it like almost... you never see Pennywise not like heavily. He only has seven minutes of dialogue in the second movie. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. There's like there's Aww, moments that are really spooky and stuff, but I yeah the CGI from the way they overdid it with him really was distracting. I felt like, but How and I love like... the scene under the bleachers. Oh, I mean, it's a horrible scene. It's blowing away. Yeah, (laughs) that scene's really touching. Like that character is really great, and yeah, also brutal and horrible. That was that was fucked up. What did you think of Pennywise? You know, nice the dancing clown. Yeah, I thought he was cute. I don't know. I like clowns. You know? Did you hear that voice he just did? That is really creepy, though. I thought that I could do a Pennywise impression. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't like the laugh. Everything is spooky. Has he been doing this while I'm gone? Yes. Yeah, I don't approve of this new voice. Georgie. Um, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> I literally gave him both the creeps, and I like it. <laughs> I feel like someone just said Mufasa. There was one little thing that I noticed from watching it twice. Mm. There's um, in that opening scene, the one guy says Meg Ryan called. She wants her hair cut back. She wants to like the bully, and then when Bill Hader has to go back to like the pinball machine. There's a there's like a tore up you got mail movie poster in the background. So maybe someone's just really not someone really like someone that had a little maybe. Meg Ryan little fetish that was going on that was like oh fun <laughs> like that's just random. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Poor uh, hmm. that was just hmm. a random little tidbit. Oh that's cute. <laughs> just a tidbit about Meg Ryan. A little tidbit <laughs> about Meg Ryan. You know a little palate cleanser from. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys do without us? Uh, yeah, I mean. Nuggets. Would you Nuggets. would you <laughs> excitedly watch parts one and two again? Oh, <laughs> willingly. Probably not. I probably would not rewatch it. I would suggest it possibly to somebody who is into something. But yeah, no. no. <laughs> what would you? Who would, would you suggest it to? That was into what? What pops in your head? Like evil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like hey, some fucked up shit? Spooky like, clowns? Here, Have you heard this. of this you movie? Like, it? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did have an ex that was like really, really terrified of clowns, and I was just like, we should watch it together. <laughs> yeah, just to fuck with you. <laughs> I also, I, I really think it's one of Bill Hader's, like, he's really amazing in that. I, I think that him and the guy that plays Grown Up Eddie, those are my two favorites in the mm-hmm. Grown Up cast. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jessica Chastain knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I like yeah. the dreamy guy yeah. that the chubby kid turns into. Oh, my oh. God. I was like, that's a nice story arc. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you're the architect. And I like oh that the kid God. from Stranger Things that plays the younger version of Bill Hader, when they were, like, Richie. asking the kids, like, who they wanted mm-hmm. to play them. He wanted Bill Hader. Really? Yeah, so he got his, like, grown-up counterpart. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think the girl, I mean, because it's kind of obvious because she looks so much like Jessica Chastain anyway, they were all like, it's going to be Amy Adams or Jessica Chastain. (laughs) They look like the same person anyway, and they both look like her. Uh, But yeah, so she got hers too. But 
other kids were like shooting for the stars. Yeah, I want Chris Pratt. Like, okay, all right. In my movie, I'm gonna be played by. <laughs> oh, I don't know who would play older me. Um, Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at those sort of things. I would make Tim Curry play you as an old man. How'd you do it? Ooh, that's hot. Well. And I've already noticed there's like whoopee similarities with oh, you. Oh, bitch. I would pick like, <laughs> I would pick like Rosario Dawson. To play older <laughs> like, you? Yes. Yes. Rosario Dawson's I'm like, like yes, I got it. Now. <laughs> like what? That black don't. Snap. I, no. I don't think that's far off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rosario so is that like would my be Hollywood. Age. That's that's what they would do. <laughs> I was doing older. Older. I know Jude Law's not all that old either. Yeah. I was yeah, I was kinda confused there. <laughs> His hairline no, is older. Be I have Jude Law's hairline. Chan. I'd want to be played by like Jackie Chan. That would be my spirit. <laughs> like in my ideal movie, like that's. Yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah my real answer would be Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> I want to be played by Michelle Pfeiffer. I want to play. And she'll win an Oscar because she's like playing like a different gender. Yes. Be like this one's on me, girl. Yes. <laughs> she really got the tattoos. I know, totally. Oh my God, she'll win. Michelle, play me. Yes. Win. Just have to have something for you to play now. Any last thoughts on the clown? Um, you know, it's like I still love clowns, and I I do hate the fact that they villainize clowns. Shelton's right about that, you know. And yeah, we have this hurts. discussion that clowns yeah. are, are made to be villains because of it, and likewise media. I felt like all the other characters were way more freaky than the clown. What do you mean? Like the other, um, like the the one, the the old, the old chick, the one the that, old, that, yeah. that one, that one was the that was freaky. Fear like that hit that hit my gut somewhere. But that was the clown With too. With saggy tits. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess they all are one, and they all are okay. Cool. So yeah. So yeah. all, all those things. He's it because he can be anything. Yeah. Okay. He's also like that leopard, leopard like that scary leopard class. guy that's like falling apart. Give me a kiss. And the painting. Mm. He's all the bad things. That's right. Okay. Oh, do, another fun I thing. I do find it funny. Remember that it's just like he's just hurt by like bad thoughts. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> like you really? Were, you, were, you were so, so loud on it. You were like, wait, so the entire time <laughs> you could have just like. Been mean to it by verbally abused it. Oh my god. There was so much other stuff that they did, like in the book and the ending, that is so ridiculous and or extraordinarily inappropriate. Yeah. That they could like never put in a movie. Oh wow. So I feel like it's always struggled with these like ways to change the ending to make it satisfying, but not Wait, wait, what? Oh. They Are might we have. Go <laughs> I, I want to know. I mean, it's pretty intense. They, as kids, maybe decide that the way that they can all be unified to fight this is for all of them to have sex with Beverly. So they, <laughs> they like all lose their virginity to Beverly. Wow. In a sewer. 
in the gray water. I read it when I was 10. <laughs> oh my god, that's so <laughs> fucked up. I was like, I'm gay. <laughs> it was... It's, right? Who the... I mean, what is that? Like, how old were they? Was this when they were still, like, little Ten. kids? Yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah like, preteens. It was wow. really weird. Like, I guess fucking that's idea like, was kind of that. Stephen King. <laughs> Remember the entire running joke of the entire movie is like, your endings suck. <laughs> it's it's like, a very... Who do I punch in the balls? Yeah. It's like, that's all I want to know. Stephen yeah. King has like the best track record with like beginnings, oh like amazing beginnings and great middles, and then kind of endings that you're like, oh. what? <laughs> so that's why they just cut each other's fingers instead of gang banging. I think they... <laughs> <laughs> Equal, but why not do both if you yeah. can? Yeah, you know, hey, why not? Why not do both? <laughs> I saw this in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most popular book of wow. like the eighties. Can you imagine? Just yeah, welcome to my ten-year-old childhood. It's like reading it, just like. Whoa. I lived a very sheltered life. I'm realizing this. I lived a, like a little less than yeah. average sheltered <laughs> life. Maddie's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think that I'm nice happily in the middle. <laughs> so I, after all the clown stuff, oh shit! What was your finale? Oh, Our fuck. finale. Oh fuck! Yeah, I, I, I really want. It's, it's this one I had not seen. So I mean, it was really fun to you know show. Yeah, someone it was a new for that, both of us. It was new for both yeah, of us. Yeah, it was a bonding and, experience. And this <laughs> Jesus is of, fucking Christ! This is one of the ones that I yeah. This is one of the ones that I recommended to you, right? Uh huh. Yeah. We're like, what should we watch? And I was like, what's that one dancer movie <laughs> where they all yeah. like you know take acid or something. Someone spikes the punch, and you're like, climax! Yeah, yeah. watch that. Yeah, climax and is perfect. So we watched the 2018 film. Climax. By Gasper. Gasper Noyes. It was beautifully done. Beautiful. Epically Absolutely beautiful. beautiful. That, um, I mean, like, the first ten minutes is a one-shot Stunning. scene, and it's like, it had to shoot it, like, 13, like, 15 times. It's, it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. That's my, that's my big takeaway yeah. when I say I don't ever want to see this movie again. I'd be like, well, I will watch the first ten minutes. Again. Yeah. Like, I like the first ten minutes a lot. I mean, I love the whole movie, but. Yeah. It's not like on my list of like I can't wait to go there again. I wonder if I could watch it like on mute. It's still it's like if a there thing was like if I could like, if I, if that movie was like projected at like maybe like a party, which would be super fucked up. That would but like no, no that would fuck that would be yeah the yeah. imagery of that is like really really because it it has this beautiful way of like putting you into that feeling like it yeah. makes you feel like you were fucked up like it makes you feel twisted and mm-hmm. it's just like it's so obscure and it's just like almost that like kind of clover field like vibe where it's just like that yeah. shaky shaky cam where it's the just POV like it's definitely very, trying like, to yeah and yeah, like, the way that they make almost the whole movie seem like one long take, too, where you're just kind of following different yeah. characters. Trigger warnings galore. Trigger, <laughs> my... Like all of the triggers. Literally. And what I found super interesting is that there's the only there's only one trained actress in the movie. The rest were all dancers. You know, and what 
he did to get them kind of into how to kind of because pretty much the basis of of the movie is it's this kind of is French dance academy and they're just putting together this crazy number that's a whole mix of like hip hop folk all this crazy beautiful beautiful just like body work and movement work and they are having just a night relaxing with everyone there's a snowstorm outside and they're like post show celebration yeah it's like, like they finished their yeah. tour and yeah they, their company they, it's the it's the entire company they, they had like really like fi- finished it they had like a night off finally after they've been doing this like crazy intensive um and they're all drinking this punch <laughs> and have you ever been accidentally drugged because yes yeah, because <laughs> like, I have two, and it's like, that's exactly what it felt like. Like, that's exactly what, just everything just, at some point, was just like... I just love that you, like, when you texted me, you said that you, it felt like Black Party to you. <laughs> like, fucking Black Party? <laughs> black Party, yeah. It's this, like... It's this, like, remember, it's this, like, 20-hour-long party... That I, that I used to work at is this huge gay, like, dance party that goes on for 20 hours. It's always right around this time. <laughs> 20 yeah. hours, I know. Oh, my yeah. God. I was making this face that's like... What the fuck? And, but it, like, it shows all stages. And with the live acts of, like, the different performances that go on during that, like, you see all this sort of stuff. It's all, like, put on for a show. But, like, there was one year where there was just, like, there's porn stars fucking in a sling. Like... <laughs> 30 feet high at Roseland Ballroom or like everyone kills Caesar one year and everyone's covered in blood and dripping and running out to like the court. It was, it was nuts. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> on a ton of drugs, it's really kind of jarring. I have never, yeah, I've never done a black party before. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <coughs> never say never. Excuse mm-hmm. um, No, but I mean like that's, it's, it was one of the most visceral movies that i've ever seen yeah because yeah because this, this punch gets it spiked and then everything just goes bonkers yeah it's like the whole world flips upside down and yeah. like the most unpleasant ways you know like the kind of weird tensions that you oh. have with people that you've been working with or touring with and there's like people that are sexually attracted to each other people that are sexually unattracted to each other like you know, love triangles, yeah. jealousy, different and... personalities, and like what, like what, what drugs can do to different personalities, mm-hmm. and it's just like and the worst drug to like do by an oopsie doopsie is probably acid. acid. Like yeah. I think acid is the one that if you're not in, if it's not your goal, uh, that can be unjarring, a jarring experience to say the least. Yeah. I like had an acid trip once just um by accident because I cracked my neck. This is, like, when I was in my 20s. I, like, cracked my neck at the laundromat and, like, bent over. Or, like, one of those, like, you fill in the dryer from the... Or the washer from the top. And then you have to, like, bend over and, like, scoop it all out. Uh And I bent over and I felt this, like, pop, pop, pop on my, like, spine. And (laughs) from who knows when, (laughs) this, like, flashbacky of, like, hallucination just started that was so intense. And it lasted, like... An hour or something. And you're like, Whoa. oh my <laughs> god! Like, have my friend get me a Slurpee and then like save me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm tripping at the laundromat. I don't know what happened. I didn't know that that was like. Re- do you take acid today? I was like, not in three years. You know, like just... <laughs> what? Supposedly hallucinogens get stored in your, your like spinal in your fluid. spinal fluid. So I guess if you do like weird cracky cracks, 
which oh my body my just God. does that involuntarily yeah, now like all the all time. time. I'm like time. always a little afraid, like, oh. Let's do it. Let's find let's out. Let's see if my 20s come back by accident when I crack my neck oh today. Oh, my gosh. That's, I've always been, like, so terrified to take, like, acid or anything like that because it's, like, like schizophrenia and all that shit runs in my family. So, like, <laughs> like the idea of being, like, triggered by something, I'm just like, nope, I can't even risk it. Oh, my God. In my 20s, I used to just but say, like, if I you want it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, acid. I would just be like, "Hey, do you want to be confused with me for eight hours?" You know, <laughs> I, got, I got some acid. Let's just be totally confused by everything. And yeah. just like, <laughs> I hate that feeling, like not being in control and just be like, "How long has time been going on?" <laughs> I'm so tired of everything looking like a candle. Yeah, it's like the idea of like being with dancers that I maybe hated. <laughs> and maybe wanted to have a sexy times with yeah. and then like be dosed like acid not know and by like yeah. uh, and it's like a lot it it's wasn't like so a, it wasn't like a little bit of acid it was yeah, like it was a lot like a punch bowl and then there's some people stuff. that are like okay yeah let's keep drinking it and they're just like drinking yeah. all of it and they're just like it's Ugh. it's it's maybe my worst nightmare. Like I like yeah. when it's I was watching it, I was so like, "This is levels. like the yeah. worst case scenario." Being of, like, trapped inside of a place with people who are all who incredibly are all... intoxicated. Exactly, they're all their off their fucking minds. And you're yeah. and it's like, and it I'm on my fu- and I'm off my fucking mind too. So yeah. it's like I can't trust my own thoughts. Yeah. I can't trust other people. I'd and rather their own deal thoughts. with Freddy Krueger than deal with this situation. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. So as on surface level, it doesn't seem like a horror film. I Find I'm frozen. This right and now. Requiem like, to be more well, the, horrific <laughs> than like a scary slasher movie. Like Requiem for a Dream and Climax both like stay with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was like a- after we wa- after we watched this, it was like um um we were both mouth agaped and just yeah. like <laughs> couldn't talk. <gasps> um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, like, it was just, like, like mouth dropped. We're just like, are, are you okay? <laughs> how, how you doing? We, we, need, we definitely had to, like, talk and process it for for a while. It was, it was, yeah. it was a hard one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you survived it. You yeah. On the other side. We, we did. We did. We made it. We made it through that. There was a few little bits of comic relief in there, like, when her hands get stuck in her hose. Like she, yeah. has like her, she has like her like pantyhose really on and then her hands are stuck. She's like, she's like, la 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 la. And she's like, oh no, I can't get my hands. And she's like, I think my hands are, they're stuck here. And then she's like, she's like a freak out. Cause she's, I was like, oh, poor baby. You think your hands are stuck inside your leg. <laughs> like ultimately it's really beautiful. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it is. And, and it's, I mean, they studied just a ton. There was no script. Mm-hmm. There was like a five page script. It was all it was all improvised. That was like Oh my god. Yeah. What? So like they, they watched like a ton and it was shot in like fifteen days. Uh there was like a basis, like um it was kind of like based off of a French urban legend to mm-hmm. where that thing sort of happened, but like like there's like multiple people on production that were like they remember hearing of that happening but no one could like source it, you mm-hmm. know? Um. <laughs> wow, because there's just that one chick that acid. like that survived, right? Yeah, I there don't was. Even remember, there I was, there were, there was, there was a few of them. There oh, was a few okay. of them, and then like, like, but like the cops came in because they yeah. were just like, and everything was just messed up. <laughs> like, yeah. And I mean, it was um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the director had them all just watch people on high on different sort of drugs. Mm-hmm. 
and how they acted and just like told him just to go with it whatever kind of they felt really like needing to go with it and i heard somewhere i don't know but i heard that in the second half there is a 42 minute long unbroken scene mm-hmm. that's, that's mostly like, yeah mostly wow. of, of most of most of the second yeah of the second half is a completely 42 minutes of a one single shot wow oh my gosh like, that's how amazing it, like, like, that's how I did my movie when I did it. Like, I just, like, told people, like, this is your general direction, do this. And I just, like, trusted whatever they did. And yeah. that's, like, how I shot it. And that's why I'm, like, it's such a pain in the ass to edit it now. Trying right. to find, like, go back. <laughs> it's just like, okay, what, the, what, what was the story here? But, like, here's, like, hearing and seeing it done right, it's just, like, amazing. Like, yeah. A long, yeah, super long takes, I think, are always kind of impressive when they really, really work because that's such yeah. a hard thing to pull off and not have it be an obvious, like, oh, this is really long. Yeah, I wonder if they had somebody, like, coaching them also, like, there as well, being like, yes, 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 that thing, go with that. Because, like, there was that, like, that daddy thing, like, oh, my God, the 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 kid, the, the brother and sister. Oh, like, my God, yeah. that was so messed up. I mean, yeah, we have everything in, in this. We got... <laughs> Moms and children yeah. and sisters and brothers. And Let's just dive right in. It's, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what makes you uncomfortable? Because I want to show it to you. Exactly. Incest. Yeah. Incest makes you uncomfortable. Like, people I mean, love it. Like, apparently they do. Like, it's in Game of, it. if it's in Game of Thrones. But Jasper always throws that shit like, in his like, films. What the fuck? Incest is having a really big I'm comeback like, what right the now. Fuck? <laughs> apparently. It's, like, it's incest porn. I did not even know that, what that was. Until, incest like, porn? Yeah, until, like, a year ago. Oh. Oh no! Incest porn's yeah, been a big a thing, thing in the gay community for a long time. I don't know, man. Yeah, they, mm. <laughs> this movie is so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was really. I was like, uh, uh, like when we were starting, like when it was first starting. I was like, oh come on, it can't be that bad. That's what I was thinking, and I was like, this is beautiful. This is gonna yeah. be great. And then it was like, slowly, like I realized at one point I was sitting straight up. Like, in an L, like, with my hand clutching my pearls. Yeah, we were both, like, in the like, same exact position. Her mouth was just agape and just, uh, like, looking utter disgust. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, oh, same. I feel exactly the same about that right now. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, it was, uh, that was, that was one of the roughest things that I've seen. I, I, I thought that it was worse than Requiem for a Dream in, in yeah. the amount of disturbing. When, yeah. it, when it first came out, it was like in my list of like top movies of the year. It's definitely one of my favorite movies that, that came from them, but I was like, it's a movie I can't imagine wanting to watch again. Like, yeah. I, I love that like when the actors are doing their little... We see like their kind of like their interview tapes in the beginning. Yeah, the very beginning. And there's like the stack of tapes on either side. Yeah, oh, those yeah, are like that was all the movies that are clearly inspired. No, inspired uh. Gasper with this film. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like I know Suspiria there's Argento, is in there. There's, yeah, yeah, like it. Uh, okay. I forget because I haven't seen the movie in a while. But it was like all the movies that are stacked on the sides are all things you can kind of find influences of throughout the movie. And so I feel like. And Gaspar oh, Noe's movies beautiful. are like always, they always have at least one thing. About incest? Because it's true. Really? Or that's, that's <laughs> just like unbearable. Not to make this like the incest episode of the show. Sorry. It's just like, it's a, you know, just something that's so uncomfortable to watch that you're yeah, just like, I never want to Yeah, it's just like so again. uncomfortable to swallow. You're just like, I, like, I don't want to keep watching, but it's just like, I also like can't stop. Yeah. 
Yeah, his movie Irreversible is like a work of art, but I, I would never want to watch it. Oh again. my god, no. Yeah, There's I would never like it's his that are just it's like, imprinted uh, in my mind yeah. now. Yeah, and when you you said like yeah, it, it, it's almost like it's almost like a ghost or a haunting, like where something kind of like yeah. lives rent free in your brain. Exactly, yeah. and it's like, like, it's like, like a part of that, like, you in. live, and like you were saying before, you see yourself in all of these characters, too, in some way, so it's like you're connecting with them in all these, like, little ways, you know, yeah. and you're just like, ah, ah, and it makes, it, like, triggers things in your in your own life, and if you've ever, like, experienced any, like, fraction of, of that before, yeah. it's like... It's too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like, I because we, we had said recently in an episode that like I feel like Maddie thinks it's funny that some scary movies I think are fun, mm-hmm. you know, and it's yeah. like your body. I have my body goes through a, a, a simulation of like it's fun, like a roller coaster or something, mm-hmm. like screaming and kind of laughing and yeah. like whatever. And then other horror films just make me feel kind of sick. Yeah, like I almost feel like I want to throw up now. <laughs> 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 And I ate some good food. That's, yeah, that's how I feel, like, with some of these movies. That's yeah. how, like, a climax made me feel yeah. kind of sick yeah, after it was I watched like, it. Personally, but like I thought someone, it was Yeah, fun. Yeah, it, it really was. It was beautiful. I thought it was, like, a, like something that was really important. And I do think it's something that people should watch as well. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't Don't you think, like, Requiem should be shown it? to, like, kids in school? Yeah. yeah. I always feel like Requiem for a Dream is the best anti-drug movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I that's remember, all I like, need. That's all I need. Being young and thinking <laughs> drugs were so glamorous and stuff. Just like, oh, yeah, Maybe totally. I'm into some strange things. Right, it's totally. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> That's I was like, man, if too. I had seen Requiem for a Dream when I was like 13, I would have been like, maybe I don't want to ever try yeah. drugs. Yeah, right? Like, maybe I don't want to do awful. heroin. Yeah. We <laughs> like had like these movies in the 80s where I was like, drug, drug dealers and drug addicts are like, cool. They're sexy. It's like, oh no, no, they're not. They're terrible men. Terrible, terrible. Terrible men. That's the theme. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean like... My, my my little last note about it, it was just mm-hmm. like and how it is kind of like how it reminded me of black parties because like if you're you're walking around a huge club mm-hmm. like that's huge like Roseland Ballroom was one of the biggest like venues that's that was four different floors and all this different stuff like that and you would see all of that from walking around like you would walk around and then you would see people like having a bad trip and like yelling at someone and having mm-hmm. a fight and you'd be like oh I'm not going that way <laughs> like and you're just like and walking around and seeing like People having a great time, people like, or people like fucking, mm-hmm. and then this, and just like, yeah. so it was, it really reminded me of just a really bad night at Black Party. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's why I don't want to go to those things. Whenever people are like, why haven't you gone? I'm like, because that's what I imagine in my brain. It's just a bunch of people that are yeah. intoxicated. That's why I always work in the back green room and I do costumes, so I just get to hang out with the talent. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll skip Black yeah. Party. No climaxes yeah, for no, me. I'm too much of a square. I'll, I'll admit that. I'm definitely way too much of a square. It's a lot. It's definitely, yeah. it's a gauntlet. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. those are yeah, our bit me. <laughs> those are our movies that we tortured Foster with. Those are the torturous films while I was away. <laughs> Check out Requiem for a Dream, It Chapters One and Two, and Climax if you want to traumatize someone close to you. I'm sorry, Foster. <laughs> no, I it was, was cool. I love being reminded of my abortion. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I was like, bitch, she just saved you four hundred dollars. So like, you should be thanking her. <laughs> oh 
my <laughs> god. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy, life, love, it's everywhere. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of um, problematic males, mm-hmm. which is what we talked about most of the most of this film. <laughs> Um, it is time for this problematic male to talk about another one <laughs> on Daddy Fox's classic. Oh my gosh, we haven't had a Daddy Fox. Yeah, Daddy Fox's classic corner. I'm a fox. I'm an old man. Oh. All right, so in problematic men, <laughs> both above and below the ocean, this is my pick for all of you youngsters to watch. Cuddle up with a loved one and watch my favorite Universal monster movie. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yay. Let me make it sound like it's reading Rainbow. uh, (laughs) Creature from the Black Lagoon is from 1954, so that sounds really old, right? Because that's like a long time ago. I wasn't even alive then. 70 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, (laughs) uh, it's funny when you think about it, how it's, you know, it's linked to Frankenstein and, and... you know, Dracula and Invisible Man and the Wolfman mm-hmm. as like part of this little homie posse that they are, like all these Universal monsters. But really, Creature from the Black Lagoon came out almost 20 years after all those movies came out. So it was kind of, it wasn't part of the OG pack. It was like their next wave, like trying to kind of like, and it was like the first one that was sort of a sci fi movie. So. Anyway, I just got like this big box set of Universal movies from Mr. Matty Glitterati that is uh, like all of them. Like, <laughs> but it's like done by character. So there's like the creature box and there's the Frankenstein box and and it's amazing. So I get to actually like thirty eight films. Yeah, there's a lot and like a lot of them that I've never seen. And it's basically all the combos. It's like if you had the action figures and they just threw them in a pile. And and the like, oh, this one has nice. this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like the horror of Marvel or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I finally was like, I haven't seen Creature from the Black Lagoon probably in 25 years. So I was like, I want to watch this again. And then I want to watch like a documentary about it. Mm. And uh, there's all the sequels on there too, which I don't think I've even seen most of the sequels. But they look kind of bad, but I'm excited about <laughs> it. But this one is my favorite, mostly because I think it's romantic and I think it's beautiful. Oh. And I, when I was watching it this time, I kind of... I didn't realize that when it was originally projected, it was a 3D movie. And when oh. you watch it in 3D, what? it was like one of the first like big, it was like the avatar of like 3D in the 50s. Like, do you want to see these cheapy whatever movies or do you want to see a universal new monster movie underwater in 3D? In 3D. Whoa, so, I never knew that. And if That's you watch insane. a lot of the scenes, it makes more sense. Like you'll see like spears go like into the camera or like... The claws, like the way the, he yeah. walks. It's just like a paw. Yeah, there's so many scenes that are just his oh, little yeah. like webby paw. And I was kind of cracking up watching it this time. I was like, they have done this same shot like 17 times where it's like the little paw. I'm like, <laughs> Also, I love that there's like this whole scene with like the female um, lead who's played by Julie Adams, who's mostly known as like the chick from Creature from the Black Lagoon, even though she's been in a bunch of other stuff. She also did her own stunts, which I think is cute. For a girl in her in the fifty in nineteen fifty four, and she was like the 
second to last living cast member. Like almost everyone in this movie has passed away, except for one dude. But like, but yeah, she just passed away like recently. Oh, and wow. she's um yeah, she's a cool broad. But she's uh, a cool broad. There's a moment I love. <laughs> she's a cool broad. See, so <laughs> uh, there's a scene where she's like on the boat and they're in the Amazon and like there's like reports of this amphibious creature and so the scientists are out there that are like the most not legit scientists in the whole world. Like everything they talk about is like kind of wrong. Yeah, like they talk about like eras and <laughs> eons and things like they're interchangeable and like just don't know when things are happening or call things the wrong name and like the Latin name for the mo- the monster is literally creature from the Black Lagoon in Latin. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's kind of like fake smarty doctors. But she's there with like this expedition and she's like smoking off the side of the boat and the creature's looking Ooh. at her and it's all like lusty and then she just throws her cigarette butt into like the Amazon River. And goes inside, and then the camera like kind of pans from like under the water, and you see the cigarette and his like little glubbies, like his little paws. Little paws. <laughs> but it would be like three D, and the cigarette would be like floating through the water. But it's also like wow. humans ruining nature, and like, but back in the fifties when they didn't really give a shit about that. But this is true. Yeah. So it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> and and it's I thought deep. it was really beautiful. It's like a good bedtime movie. It has a really cool soundtrack. It stars Richard Carlson, Julie Adams, who we just mentioned, and this, this guy named Richard Denning. So it's basically two dicks and Julie. <laughs> Richard, oh my God. Richard Carlson, Richard Denning. Um, there's also... Two dicks and Julie. Yeah. It sounds like an afternoon I special. Dick, it. Dick and Julie. Come and watch them battle the like creature from the Black Lagoon. Both guys are basically like interchangeable. It's like a brunette version and a blonde version of the same dude. Oh, they right. They both have like mo- moderate chest hair. Um, one of them wears two scuba tanks underwater and one wears one. The only reason they do that is so you can tell which guy is which when they're doing the underwater stuff. That makes sense. Thank you for throwing it out for the audience. Something fun to watch. You can always just watch who's putting it on, and you're like, which daddy is this? And if it's it's the two in the tank, it's the brunette daddy, I think, or the blonde. I don't remember. But, like, yeah, that's how you can keep keep them track. The creature also has two different suits. One, when he's above water, it's darker, and then when he's below water, it's lighter. And apparently it's so you can see it better on the black and white, whatever, and in 3D. But it's kind of funny. He's two different colors. Um, the guys that played the creature, there were two different guys. One guy played him out of water, one played him in water. They never met on set ever. (laughs) And they didn't meet until 20 years later in, like, some convention in Florida. And they're like, hey. I think it's kind of cute. That's super cute. It's like, hey, brother. (laughs) The guy that swam underwater is this tasty treat named, um, I think it's called Rico. Rico? Yeah, but it's spelled R-I-C-O-U. Rico? I think it's Rico. Rico Browning. And he was a pro diver and a swimmer. That's like why he got hired. But a lot of the times when he was underwater, they didn't want any air bubbles coming up at all. So they couldn't have like a tank. So he'd have to go under and hold his breath for like four minutes at a time to shoot these scenes. Because you watch it and a lot of them are really long takes. They're not like climax takes. But you're Mm -hmm. like, how is this dude? I would be dying. And he's in a really heavy rubber suit that's hard to like swim in. That's nuts. Um, God, and they like have filled with like, water. Like have like tanks or something hidden somewhere. A lot. So and like, like some of it was like, know, like so most of it's like a, yeah. like a set. So they're like, because they have clear water. So, but a lot of it was like location-y stuff. Dang. So he's like in murky in water. Yeah, like it's kind of nuts. And then the Yo. other dude was Ben Chapman. And he was the guy that played him out of water. Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny. And he had like the darker suit and he had to do like, but he was basically blind when he did his stuff. 
So you'd have to like follow people or do all these things. <laughs> and at one moment, there's like this dude that like is he's trying to kill this dude, and this guy has a machete, and he like goes to wheel. It's like my favorite thing to watch out for. Like he, the guy wields his machete at him, and he's supposed to like stop the guy in, with his hand, you know, like hold his wrist or whatever. But the creature couldn't see shit through the mask, so he missed. And when other takes, the machete hit him square in the head. <laughs> But luckily, the machete, quote-unquote, wasn't too sharp. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, my God! And, and his mask was really thick, like rubber. But if it, either of those things were not true, he would have gotten a machete in the head like Jason. Jesus. Um, Original horror in so many ways. Yeah. Also, when she's, like, passed out, and he's, like, iconically, like, drawing her, like, carrying her into, like, the cave to uh-huh. be, like, his merbride. He hit her head on the. She hit her head on the ceiling of the cave that was made out of like plaster. Oh jeez! And has this big scrape on her forehead that's like real, because he like bobbed her because he couldn't see where he was going and her eyes were closed and she's like ah and it was like bam it's like one of my photo shoots like where people just get hurt by accident. <laughs> oh my god! Happy accident. Happy accident. So I think it's kind of amazing. Anyways, those are some fun things to look for. Look for like when her head is normal and then it's like a little scratchy. Yeah. And look for the scene where the machete goes through his head. Because that mm-hmm. was not on purpose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You were touching me. Was yeah. there something you wanted to No. Add? <laughs> <laughs> Addy just rubbed my back. It was really cute. I thought he wanted to say something about that. No. The, no. <laughs> He's just being supportive. I was just saying hi from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people say hi from behind. <laughs> and on that note, that was Daddy mm. Fox's classic corner. Oh. So... There you have it, guys. There's we four did movies. Yeah, it's been such episode. a delight. This is number 10. This is number 10. Oh, wow. So there's four messed up movies for you and one sweet fish love story for you. Yeah, don't watch all these in the same day. Watch Creature at Night you. with someone you want to share popcorn with. Yeah, Aww. see, that's a cute, nice little date movie. All these other ones, not a good idea. And no. then stab him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you, Foster, yeah, thank so, you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank, thank you, you so for much living for downstairs and not being after awful. Your, <laughs> 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 yeah, you're a no, I love it. You guys are so fantastic. Oh, uh, where where can people best. find you? You can find me on the gram at Foster Comedy. Um, yeah, shoot me a message. I reply. And yeah. Unless you're creepy. Unless I'm really unless you're, unless you're creepy. As we stated, don't be a creepy dude. Definitely shoot me a message. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being lonely. <laughs> no, just uh yeah. Yeah, hit me up on the on the on the gram. Slide into yeah. Foster's yeah. DMs. Slide in my DMs. And while you're at it, follow slide into ours too. You can follow us at the Dirty Pillows. Yeah. Yes, you sure can. It's the Dirty Pillows podcast on Instagram, and then our Twitter's the Dirty Pillows. Yeah, Twitter the Dirty Pillows. And then shoot us an email if you want. You know, um, shoot us too. Send us one and we'll give the other Ooh, one to I like Foster. Emails just too. Ooh, give me an email. It's just fosterrose at gmail.com. I Rose, love it. R-H-O-D-E-S. There you go. That's all a bunch of spelling. <laughs> a bunch of promotions. Also buy our hoodies and our t-shirts. Go yeah. get merch and take pictures with it. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back here next week with 
Another episode. Another gripping episode for wait you to devour. Swag, wait a swag, wait a yes. swag. Yeah. Uh, same bat the, time. Same bat channel. Oh. Same until bat then. <laughs> what were you saying? How are you ending that? Wait, let's try it again, baby. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Uh. Same bat place. Same bat place. Same bat. Bat. Do you know that that used to be a Batman thing? That that's why I say it. Oh. Back in the day, in like the old timey yeah. days, in like in the sixties, when the original Batman series was out with like Adam West or whatever, they'd Adam be like, West. you know, thanks once again, Batman, save the day. Come back next week, same bat Batman, time, same, same bat, bat channel. channel. Hey, well there That's you go. That's where I get that from. Yeah, I had a feeling it was something like that. <laughs> yeah, then you're like added to it, same bat place. I didn't. Same know. bat fanny. I like. Bat fans. <laughs> Do you know what else? I <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to us as we lose our minds. We love you to death. Farewell, I'm to you, fair Spanish ladies.